The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Swoosh and Jondo. Hi. Hello. Uh, this week we're starting out with some unfortunately sad news with the death of Kevin Conroy, who is the voice actor who has handled the voice for many projects, including some of the best renditions of it in media, for Batman. Yeah. Like, uh, for those who remember the show, the original Batman, the animated show, was probably his most well-known <laughs> one, although he has continued to do it for the Arkham games as well. Right. Animated series was, the absolute, for me, the absolute peak of Batman. Like, Same as oh, a yeah. kid watching that, it's like... Like, they covered so much shit in that. Like... Because we had Mark Hamill on that one as the Joker as yeah, well. Yeah, that was Hamill was, Joker, yeah. Yeah, they and were like, a great duo for the voice Two actors. masterful fucking performances mm. for fucking voices. It's also where we first got Harley Quinn and yeah. so many yeah. other <laughs> things. Like, that is quintessential fucking Batman as we know him today. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, very if you ever watch, missed. Um, there was a documentary done by Joe DiMaggio, which was I Know That Voice. Great documentary if you want to watch, you know, see how voice actors do their stuff. But he was featured in it for a, a fair chunk of it. Uh, and he was doing uh, charity work a long time back where he was uh, cooking in a, I think it was a homeless shelter or something similar. Mm-hmm. And when they realized that he was the guy who played Batman, they would just yell things out and he'd respond in the Batman voice. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that. That's amazing. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, by all reports, he was a delightful person, always had time for his fans at conventions. <laughs> An absolute stand-up guy. And yeah, like, whoever has to do... Batman after him mm. like good luck oh yeah cause yeah for me like I grew up watching um the Batman animated show yeah. I still much like yeah, John consider that well, the definitive the, Batman yeah the current Batman is I can't remember his name but he was one of the guys from the Drew Carey show he was one of the two okay. idiotic friends and he actually does a surprisingly good Batman like, I can never remember as long name, as the but... next Batman doesn't do like the Christian Bale I'm Batman and then no. talk fucking flat but he's fucking the like, one like... from Harley uh, the Harley Quinn show is the the one I'm thinking oh, of oh he's fucked yeah. he does a really good Batman um, it, that is that... actually I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed that fucking show that Harley oh, Quinn yeah. show is fucking great <clears throat> oh 100% I love their entire Batfam they yeah. are absolutely great fucking Batman's a neurotic um, uh, Nightwing just wants approval yeah. and to be recognized <laughs> yeah. for his own talents. Uh, their Batgirl really doesn't have enough time for this bullshit. Yeah, and they they went with Damien for the Robin, so it's just like, yes, this is so good. <laughs> it works too well. Yeah, and it's, it's good sad. not having Batman like the Bat Fam as a fucking focus. Like seeing the whole mm. villain lives and trying to figure out thugs and hit and henchmen and shit like, that's just fucking uh, gold that right king there. shark is the oh best. yeah oh he's my favorite version of king shark but fucking just an it nerd who just casually can eat a corpse if you yeah, need him to just like yeah. you want me to get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like we wouldn't have gotten harley quinn's tv show if not for that original animated no, batman we show wouldn't have had so harley well. quinn full stop like she yeah, was never meant to be that part show. of it. Yeah, yeah. Out. She never existed in the comics beforehand. That was her, her bring in. Like, we needed an yeah. offside for the, for the Joker. Like, alright, do it this one. And it worked perfectly. And actually, Nate, yeah. like, the whole 
like just as meant to be an offshoot character because she wasn't meant to be a recurring role she was just meant to be a throw-off character and actually having like such a great name and like the Ooh. whole design for that character like Harleen Quinzel like Harley yeah. Quinn like everything about that is just fucking perfect for and the then they future of what give, we got mm. they bothered to give her actual character development in that show there's oh, that episode absolutely. where Batman hangs out with Harley all day yeah, yeah. And treats her like a person because, you know, sometimes people have shitty days. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like that that show was the time when you actually kind of understood why Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah. Yeah. They really emphasized that. They showed it really well. They didn't just tell you every time, I don't kill people. It's like, no, I'm going to sit here and try and help this person. It's like, oh, yeah. I can see yeah. why I may you beat keep the piss out of you because you're trying to beat the piss out of me, but. Mm. I won't kill you. I'll, I'll just drag you off to jail, all right? Shit. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense in that one because he, he, he empathizes with his uh, villains in some degree. Yeah. He understands that some of them are because of trauma or something in their past that needs to actually be worked on so that they can grow and become better people. Or they're Unlike just the Joker. The... Yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah. throw you around the fucking bend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, unlike a lot of the current iterations where it's like, bad people. A beat up bad people. Yeah. yeah. They just merge Rocky okay. Balboa into Batman. It's like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah the, new, no. the new movie did pretty well with showing yeah, villains in a different light. Like, I really enjoyed their version of Riddler. Like, yeah. yeah it, wasn't bad. it was pretty fun. And and actually, starting it off with Riddler, like, he's a, a fucking awesome villain. But mm. it, there's almost always the focus on just the Joker or, like, the Penguin or, like, the well-known uh, bigger Two Face to a, a slightly yeah. lesser degree. You you rarely ever get a, a Freeze or an Ivy or Riddler. Mm. So mm. having that, I thought the first movie yeah. of this, whatever this series is going to be, I thought was a great fucking touch for it. Oh yeah. And we just talked a whole bunch about everything we love about Batman just by remembering the. But he brought the, so much into it. So he did, yeah. Like he breathed without him being life that life. voice, we wouldn't have the Batman we have today in yeah. any yeah. fucking iteration. We we may still have basic fucking comics. Hell, mm. the the that Batman in that setting for Gotham, that Gothic deco, yeah, yeah, is still the definitive design for Gotham. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It's stuck with it. Modeled a lot of the future Batman stuff to a yeah. T. It was great. Like, because, like, previously there was, like, Burton's Batman and that kind of stuff, and it had it to a point, but you didn't really see the city as much. Mm. It was mm. still, like, more uh, Set Victorian Gothic, the... whereas this yeah. is more, like, urban Gothic, and, like, mm. flat, clean lines, and you still get your gargoyles and shit. I, the, the way the, the actual art style, they call it, is Gothic Deco. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, well, It's supposed go. to look like that Art Deco style with all the sweeping lines of the buildings yeah but topped with all the gargoyles and hanging yeah. pieces um yeah it, it it's never i don't think it's ever been replicated anywhere near that well mm. no but like even yeah. like in brisbane there's a, a big fucking skyscraper oh yeah the gotham building it yeah. looks like a fucking building out of gotham like anyone who walks it past does. us i've seen that in a movie i swear that's fucking yeah. gotham you can see we have a bad we, we have I wayne still hate that that building is where you pay fucking fines yeah i know <laughs> it's, it's not even a cool building I was going to think fancy in it. Like, it literally looks like Wayne Tower. It's like, it's great. At the very least, for River Fire, it has a giant one w year, on they should too, put actually. a fucking bat signal on top of it. Just put oh, a, fucking, fuck yeah. a laser bat signal. Just yeah. for shits and fucking giggles. Like, that would That'd just be, be like a, a nice little Easter egg. People walk around, that's a bat signal. 
That's coming from the Gotham Tower. Fuck yeah! Like, <laughs> that so would make fun. every nerd it. in Brisbane happy. Every nerd uh, in the fucking world happy. They see that building. Right. Oh, that looks like something. Yeah, pretty much. But so uh, Batman's dead. Uh, Long live Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, definitive Batman. Like I, I find it weird anytime I hear a Joker without Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna a- find an animated weird. joke without Mark Hamill is like, oh, uh, it yeah. doesn't quite sound like the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Mm. Same Basically, thing's happen for me now. our generation's Batman has passed away. Yeah, so yeah, it's, very much. The next man- person taking yeah. up mantle—they have a lot. To you next generation, there. your Batman's shit. Our Batman was good. You're all fucked. Yeah, fight us. No matter what, no matter who it is, our Batman was better. Straight out, nothing you can say yeah. about it. Definitely. Good luck to so, good luck to whoever is the next Batman. Really, <laughs> genuinely hope the best for them, but they got a big fucking cool. ladder to climb. Yeah, yeah. So moving on, uh, it's been kind of fun watching Twitter burn. It really has been insane to watch that kind of crumble. The whole thing of just like, oh, I'm going to fire all these people. Oh wait, I needed those people. Fuck. Um, bring them come back, back please, please come back. And so many of them are like, you know, maybe even double my prices and sure. But most of them have already found work somewhere because yeah. they worked for Twitter and were really good at their jobs. Yeah, well, they were quite talented fucking people. There's a reason they work for such a large fucking corporation. Yeah. Like, they're not the people and, you tend to throw out on their ass for nothing. And even then, like, that, like, Swish brought this to us and I've been digging around trying to find some really solid hmm. references to it. I have found other places that have mentioned it. But I will, like, grain of salt here. Yeah. I can't find a definitive source on this. Me neither. I, I... But there is some implication that Twitter's looking to get these people back more for their knowledge than for the person. Yeah, there was so some... So once the um, knowledge base has been transferred, they'll ditch they're done again. again. Yeah, because like, but... they, they were using a system that I'm familiar with called Slack, which is just a combination thing for developers and that kind of stuff in back-end. And basically, it works like a wiki for them. Uh, and a messaging service. And in that, there's screenshots from one of the head honchos going, you know, think of these guys as they're only here to transition the knowledge out of them, then we'll get rid of them again. It's like, if that is true, that is a dick move. That, Absolutely. That is just horrible. Because most of these people have already, either if they haven't found work yet, would be coming back under the impression that, oh, you guys made a mistake, I'm going to get yeah, my job back and do well. You're at but, least going to try and do right by me after your fuck up. But yeah. they're not trying to do right by you. They're just trying to squeeze the last drop out of the lemon before they fuck you off again. Well, the interesting way is uh, how the um, the post actually na- put them in. Like it was very kind of weird. I'll see if I can pull it up. Like someone's someone's put a screenshot of their of their phone, like taking a photo of a conversation on their phone. Yeah. Like set so a, a bit of a dicky angle, so like they've tried to sneak it up over their desk and it'll sneak it'll snap snap. For, the one for me was um, the the wording for it was uh, in the screenshot that we found. Uh, the engineers I am bringing back are weak, lazy, unmotivated, and they may even be against an Elon Twitter. So that's a horrible way to talk about someone you need to bring back because they have knowledge you want. Yeah, mm. fucking know. Like, it's um, yeah. So in another conversation, like uh, someone else has leaked an email for it saying that they need to make at least half of their revenue of fucking these subscriptions otherwise mm. they're not going to make any fucking money but oh Elon has been very open that he he is more than happy to uh, file for bankruptcy yeah yeah 
And like one of the things they let go of was the whole like there was a whole Twitter gaming department, which actually mm. brought them in some money because they had advertising out there and they actually sponsored some things that people spent money yeah. and came back to. He dropped that entire department, so he just literally just cut off the entire fucking revenue stream that they had. And like since that day, the the account still exists. There's just no posts. Like they're mm. completely inactive. Like yeah. a lot of what he's cut off is. To like cut off your nose to spite your face. Like, I don't know. Do you want to? Know? Okay, so I'd, I'd a, love to know more about it because I could be dead fucking Twitter wrong. That handled a lot of legal stuff, mm. um, essentially making sure they didn't do big blunders. He of course turped the whole thing. Uh, yeah. We don't need it. Yeah. So you know how he did all the big firings and stuff. Mm. You know, in some of the states where he did that, that's illegal. Yeah. You have to give terms and a reasonable amount of time. Like, you know, like, essentially a two-weeks notice type thing. Mm. And he just turfed them yeah. because he didn't have a department to tell him, you can't do that. Pretty there much. So a, he's like, oh, I can get rid of Australia, this. There was an article in, like, the Sunday Why paper, the, the telly. Um, and she's off on maternity leave. She'd been off maternity leave for two weeks. Like, she's just had a little one. Mm. And she got an email at 5.30 in the morning saying that uh, your maternity leave will now be cancelled, which you can't fucking do in Australia. No. Like, there's a whole fucking heap of things that just cut entire sections without looking at any of the repercussions. So, like, there's potential, like... Yeah. Sure, the company may go under, but mm. there's also a lot of other shit that may get fucking thrown back on him. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. See, this is the thing. Um, like, because this is failing so hard... It's kick on affecting things like Tesla and SpaceX and everything else he owns. Yeah, because he had to dip into his shares for that to kind of cover it, didn't he? Well, it's not that. It's just uh, people are selling their stuff off. They don't have faith in Elon. Yeah, yeah. Um, So they're seeing big dips in in Tesla because people are like, oh, oh, he's mismanaging the shit out of that. Oh, maybe Tesla's not as good as we think it is. Well, a lot of people are also cracking the shit set because he promised, like, I've got all these stocks. I'm never going to sell them. Like, these things are worth more than fucking gold. I'm never going to sell them. And then, I'm never going to sell them. I'm just going to sell a heap of them over here. But I'm never going to sell them. I'm just going to sell a heap more. Like, billions of dollars worth of of Tesla stocks that he's never going to sell. He's just fucking thrown out. Technically, he didn't lie. He hasn't sold them. He's leveraged them for a loan with a bunch of Saudi Arabian princes. That's where oh, no, they no. he has actually sold them. Oh, he nice. has actually he sold actually them. got cash back for like oh, was it four billion worth of Tesla stocks? I can't oh, remember I what it was. He has actually sold stock, which again has continued to feed fuel on this jump out of Tesla. Oh yeah. Thing. Mm. Although speaking of billion dollar losses, uh, there was a great one. Uh, just let me fucking quickly check the company it was. The um, uh, the bloke who owned one of the the Bitcoin exchanges. Uh, he lost like several billion dollars because uh, overnight his whole fucking thing collapsed and then he decided oh, to, uh, to liquidate everyone's F- fucking uh, what was it FTX oh. yeah that one uh, liquidate Fuck. everyone's assets say no no these are actually fucking worthless and then he just sold his company to someone else to get the fucking money back like mm. just burned so many people and they're fucking worthless oh, what um, a dick uh, it's one more thing of like why, why does anyone trust crypto? Yeah, oh, fucking it can't earth. be like, trusted. It is so volatile. It's decentralized. It is not fucking it's trustworthy. Not, like, there's no central that. thing it's, holding it together. You can lose it, everything. It's, it's, it's not even that. It's just that these exchanges are beholden to no one. Mm. You, the, it is literally me going, 
hey, John Doe, hold my money for me and don't spend it. Yeah. Sure. There's I'll no hold your regulatory. Money. <laughs> I'm going to charge you interest and I might go over here and buy myself something, but I won't spend your money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's no regulation. There's no guarantees. There's nothing. There's just faith that you won't spend it. And that when I come and go, hey, man, can I get my money back? You'll give it to me. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. It, well, it's, this is why decentralizing and it's not like a bank, except it is like a bank but with no regulation. Mm. Oh, can I borrow that piece of uh, of data? Oh, you're saying it's worth a lot of money. Oh, cool. I've got this bit of data that's worth a lot of money. Oh, now you're saying it's worth nothing. Oh, well, I guess it's worth nothing now. Like, there's fucking nothing backing it. Yeah. It, it's only what it's all they're fake. fucking saying it's worth straight out. It's only worth what someone else will fucking pay for it. Until then, mm. it is worth nothing. Same as NFTs. They are worth fucking nothing NFTs. until you actually get something for it. Yeah. I mean, like, everyone looks at crypto right now. with Like, they'll look at Bitcoin and go, well, Bitcoin's worth, like, you know, $30,000 a coin. One, that's due to scarcity because it's harder to get Bitcoin now. Mm. And yeah. a lot of it was, I think it was something like 16% of it was lost in locked or unaccessible or deleted wallets. Yeah. So they've already lost a massive amount of the coin supply but when it started it was worth fucking nothing yeah and I just think bought a pizza with like 9,000 bitcoin yeah there was a a bloke who found uh, um, over a a billion dollars worth of bitcoin in an old popcorn tin and like he could see the balance but he couldn't withdraw from it because he didn't know the password oh (laughs) so that's all gone that's yeah. fucking. That may as well be nothing. That's just a piece of plastic now. So yeah. really, it it just it's valuable because there's not a lot of it, and it's a tradable commodity. These current coins aren't. The mining boom has happened. People are building entire buildings to mine it. Mm. It's a liquid asset. It's not rare. No. Um, and then you have these exchanges just being like, "Well, fuck you. I'm going to go spend all this money. I don't oh, give a shit." Or you see on like Facebook Marketplace and other places like. I'm selling all these graphics cards. They were never used for mining. It's like, well, straight out, they were used for mining. They were definitely used for mining. (laughs) Well, people are ditching them because of the last spike in um, ETH. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because it basically made GPU mining worthless. Pretty much. Which I find fucking hilarious. Though, didn't NVIDIA get hacked a little while ago saying, we're going to release a thing to make so you can fucking mine easily on all your cards? And then Nvidia uh, just changed their I mean, code so that doesn't fucking work. <laughs> the the newest set of um, of Nvidia cards actually make it harder to mine on them. Yeah, but they Whereas got AMD they got hacked went, a little hey, while you want a mining ago. card? Have one. Yeah, they got hacked a little while ago, and they're going to release like the source code of like a lot of their firmware and shit. And so Nvidia said, "All right, and we've got a whole new set of firmware, so everything you've got's now obsolete. Good luck." Yeah, uh, I doubt that because Nvidia has been notorious at not giving out its firmware it's one of the reasons no, that it's not heavily supported for Linux they didn't give it out like they were hacked and the source code oh, from okay, their firmware sorry, was sorry. taken yeah someone took that it was that was like right towards the end of the 30 series of cards and yeah. then they when they brought out the when they announced the 40 series of cards they developed a new set of firmware so anything they had that would affect the 30s and lower is completely obsolete so it's like, okay. yeah. good luck to you. We're stopping to make those cards anyway. So jog on, yeah. bud. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but speaking of other companies that lost a whole lot of money, um, there was a company that, there was a group who decided to make a fake account, a fake account 
for um for a kind of called what is it Lily uh, Lily yeah um yeah. and stated that they would give out insulin for free. Uh, this was a fake Twitter account. Yeah, you know that drug that so course, many though. millions of people they, fucking uh, need to survive. Yeah, they paid so the for that ac- check mark though. So it was, you know, oh yeah, yeah. No, they paid their eight bucks. They got their check mark. But then the real Ellie Lilly company had to come out and be like, "Yeah, we're not giving away life saving drugs for free." The greatest right. thing was the fact that uh, was insulin is public domain. The guy who yeah. found the formula for it is like, "This is a thing that can save lives for diabetics for forever." I'm releasing this to the public with no fee. So it's free for anyone who can like have the results. Can synthesize it. it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. And the, then that's raised the question of all these people going, oh, that's really nice. You're releasing for free. And they've gone, oh, actually, no, we've got to, we're charging you know, shit tons of money for it. Whereas everyone's now going, why are we charging so much for a thing that is essentially public domain and free if you can make it? And it's like, I can just see this company sweating the background and every other company who makes insulin like, ooh. Yeah, this is the yeah. thing. They're not the only company that took this hit. They're the one who took the direct hit because yeah. of the fake Twitter account. Mm. But three other major manufacturers of insulin also saw massive dips yeah, of because of this conversation of resurfacing about insulin. Yeah, it's trying to very bright light onto this entire bullshittery. It's like, oh look, corruption. Yeah, yeah. well like... Because all it would take is one of those companies to say, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm going to drop this for nothing. And mm. for all those other ones, like, well, fuck, we now have to drop it for nothing because no one's going to fucking buy it from us. Mm, so yeah. any share price is going to go, oh, fuck, they're giving away something. They're making an arsehole of money on for nothing. So, of course, it's going to be a fucking ripple-on effect for it. Oh, yeah. But- well, the thing is, like, if one of them did it, like, they would get 100% of the market within seconds. It's like, they wouldn't make a lot because... That's the problem. No, They've been using you, insulin as a moneymaker for a fucking It's not years. the money that you get out of that. It's the, yeah. the goodwill from the public. So, oh, oh yeah. this company over here just decided to do it. Mm. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell my doctor, if you're going to give me shit, I want it from those assholes. Yeah. Like, any other company is going to fucking follow the train. It's like, oh no, they just fucking copied this mob over here. No, no, we'll, we'll get boutique insulin, guaranteed. They'll oh, yeah. start charging extra for it's like it's insulin artisanal with a insulin homebrewed insulin has extra hops and small batch insulin moonshine insulin which is good this is this insulin was made in an oak barrel so no we need to make our own pharmacy company now called moonshiners incorporated and start making you know uh, uh, I mean if we want to keep the hate train going on big companies always man Fuck Zuckerberg's yeah. not looking particularly oh, great Zucky right boy. now like, you uh, can't yeah, have a news week without either Elon or Zuckerberg. The week, Pretty much. Like, like, the week you get I'm both convinced, in, a, in a fuck you post? Ah. Oh, yeah. That's just I, I'm convinced Bezos is only not doing like epic villain level shit because these guys are taking all that away from us. Like, oh, if I, if I sit here and wait, they'll get destroyed and I can be okay. But, there, oh. there, there has been a few little things on uh, old Bezos that, that came oh, out. Yeah. Like, uh, when they first fucking, after that first run where they did where they, went into the the low orbit and they came back down and then they popped a bottle of champagne that was worth more than uh, a majority of their fucking em- mm. employees mm. wage for a year and then just oh. threw the bottle over the shoulder and fucking left it there it's like you fucking pieces of trash this is how yeah. little of a fuck you fucking give and so that's sort of blown up on him the petty shit NASA did to do with that that was my oh, yeah. favourite what'd they do there? 
So they, they there's there's a set of uh, criteria that allows you to qualify as having been an astronaut. Oh yes, that's they right. They altered them specifically so that Bezos didn't count as having been as being an astronaut yeah. for his little space adventure. That's right. They raised uh, the that minimum is, uh, height you had to be to something like that. I can't remember what it was. But One it's of those like that perfect little bit of. Fuck you. If you have any modicum of power in NASA and you don't do that, like, you shouldn't be at fucking NASA. Like, that yeah. requires a certain amount of petty that only a certain amount of power has. Only and, a government nerd has that level oh, of power. Absolutely. Like, like, but that just, is a government nerd I would high five oh, fucking oh, fuck yeah. That government nerd has got more street cred than anyone else. Like, they could walk into anywhere when nerds are and say, hey, I'm the one that fucked Bezos over. You'd never pay, pay for another drink in your life. Oh yeah, like without a doubt. anything you do, like done. I'm I'm paying his check. He's done. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, off in the distance, Meta is slowly burning. So now we'll never but, get legs. That's the big <laughs> thing that that's coming out uh, because they did another big layoff. Thirteen uh, percent of their staff, or eleven thousand jobs. jobs. Mm. Ooh, um, at which point, people have of course started talking about what it, what's going on there, and basically. Pretty much the internal vibe seems to be, yeah, Metaverse is pretty much killing Facebook. It is mm. a giant black hole and it is not helping. It is siphoning all money in that direction and just eating it. And getting nothing yeah. from it. Like, I don't understand why he sunk this much money into it. Instead of just buying VR Hangout thing, like the one that's already free like, out there, it's like, buy that tech and then improve on it. Why are you yeah, wasting you your time building on it? Billions of dollars, right? Take whatever big enough dump truck of money it took for yeah. you to go buy VR chat and just buy it. Yeah. yeah. Like, do that. You have the money for it. Why waste your time and effort building an entirely new engine that is substantially subpar? Yeah. And then try and bring it up to a point where it matches this thing that already exists. Like, I don't understand. Because, like, Meta is fucked. You have no, you have no legs. You're only a floating torso. You can't You're choose your avatar. <laughs> yeah. They still look just look like me's. Meanwhile, you go to VR chat, it's like, you can be whatever the hell you want. You want to be a tiny version of Knuckles that runs around doing dumb shit? Done! Free! Want to be Godzilla? Go ham. Yeah. But, hey. like, in, in, like, Zuck's whole fucking layoff of 11,000 people, uh, a lot of people did get emails saying that, hey, look, you're no longer employed. And that was about mm. all they fucking got out of it. But quite a few of them, when they went to log in, if they're working remotely from home, they were using a software called Blind to verify their account to be able to log in. Yeah. A lot of them, they were told to re-verify and then were unable to re-verify and that's how they found out. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's fucked. So they had to re-log into their account, re-verify their details, and once they re-verified their details, their account was locked. And that's how Ooh. they found out. That is a major fuck-up from HR right there. Yeah. Well, that's, like, years ago at, um... Fuck, I want to say Nike. Um, when they laid mm. off a whole heap of people, they pulled a fire drill. And then once everyone was out in the evacuation, oh, they, yeah. they said, right, we're laying off a whole heap of people. If your key card still works to get you in the door, you can get your, you're still employed. Otherwise, we'll post your, your personal effects back to you. Yeah. That's a dick fucking move. That is right a there. dick move. I only know of one other one, uh, which is unfortunately an Australia-based fuck-up. I won't say the company name. Uh, but right at the start of COVID, this company decided uh, to do some layoffs because, you know, everyone was doing it. But they chose 
April Fool's Day. Oh. So <laughs> no that's when they sent out the anyone on April Fool's at yeah. all. That's just a bad. That's just the confusion from all that would have been fucking horrible. Like, like waiting for that the follow up email of April Fools is like, I'm not getting an email. Like, am I meant yeah. to refresh this or or what? And then it, April second, no, refresh your like, account and suddenly it's locked. Like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> April second comes. It's like your email back. Say, I didn't get like an April Fools email. Like, what's the fucking story? Like, fuck the confusion that would make. Jesus. Yeah. And unfortunately, that, like, there was multiple instances of this happening um, around the world. It's like, April Fool's Day, I have five people today. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, you need. Like, you don't just need to die in a fire, you need to be slowly lit and just watched burn. The only time I would accept that was if it was literally the day after payroll. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, like, having that, so you're aware, this is not an April Fool's joke. Yes. Like, yeah. clarify that, not just send out an email saying, 100%. you're fired, on a day that is, you're meant to pull some form of prank. Yeah. Regardless, it's a shitty fucking prank. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, that is not a prank you fucking do. That's fucking with someone's livelihood. If you mm. pull a prank and both of you can't laugh about it, that's not a prank. That's you being a dick. That's punching that's, down and that's not what that's we're That's all it is. If you can't both laugh at a prank, it's not a fucking prank. You're a dick. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, do we want to talk about the uh, biggest dick in news right now? Absolutely. Always. That's that's quite a nice little segue because this is quite a dick. This this isn't yeah. this yeah. isn't just a dick. This is this a is new is level of dickery. Like hundred percent. This so, is chunky what we're fuzzy about, balls too. Fuck me. What we're talking about is uh, renowned composer Mick Gordon, who did the soundtrack for Doom twenty sixteen and Doom Eternal. Uh, finally put out a statement based on what happened back in 2020 to do with the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Mm. And damn, fuck. <laughs> this, this isn't just a response. This is a response with finger pointing and receipts. Like, this is, this a, is like, from what I've heard. evidence of like, I'm not just going to tell you like how fucked yeah. it is. Uh, I'm going to show One of my favorite comments I've seen on this was, um, uh, Mick Gordon didn't just show up with his receipts. He wrote, he itemize the entire uh, travel expenses in the way that the accountant would drool over so that you get all of your money back. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> From what I've heard, because oh, I haven't looked into this he directly. He did that but, and oh. left a tip. Fuck yeah. me. This is the equivalent of like a tactical nuclear strike from what I've heard. Just, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. But it's not a slap. Mm. No. It's literally more him walking out and going, here's what happened. I'm just going to step away now. Yeah. It's not him being like, fuck this guy, he's a piece of shit. No, he just says everything that happened and, and, just oh, I think that makes it even it better. Alright, walk but, me through um, this. He's, he says at the end of it, um, in no way is this a, an attack on anyone. This is solely me defending myself. I've not mm. provided anything aggressive to anyone. It's just mm. responding to everything that's come at me. Which is I like, will put a link oh. to this in the show notes because it is absolutely something you should read it is a massive read it has a fucking table of contents yeah it is such a big thing even but it is something that everyone the, who the reddit post from this uh uh marty is like fairly mm. fucking long and when you first read it it's like holy shit like that's a really dickish thing to do and then you look at the context of the other bloke it's like holy fuck there's the points and holy shit like yeah yeah 
So, to start with, uh, there was a whole bunch of shit that went down with the OST for Doom Eternal. Um, the only response we had back when it all went down was from Marty on a Reddit post. And I will freely admit, they did a absolutely stellar stitch-up job. Oh, yeah. Like, it is like, a good... It is a hatchet like, job. They pulled out there a full assassination here. There is some stuff in there that is like, if you really pull it apart, you're like, eh, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But it it hangs together well enough because they'd spent a lot of time creating this sort of auteur air about Mick. You know, he's this special guy. Only he could have made the music, except they hired another guy to do the DLC for the game. So clearly he's not the only one. Um, and, and like he had the heavy metal choir where he got a whole bunch of well-known metal artists to sing you know, for some of his tracks and... Uh, when he when the OST came out, he was sending he was putting out a lot of angry tweets. Um, so they they basically painted all of that to create this persona of a guy who's so full of himself that he didn't care. Yeah. Um, and they did an like it's an excellent smear job. Yeah. It, it is, and a, that's all we it had. Is a masterpiece of fucking hatchet work. Mm. Like they straight and out hatchet job this bloke. Absolutely. I I was. I didn't hate him for it, but it was like, man, that does seem like a bit of a dick move back yeah, then. Like it, and it was just far fetched enough and just believable enough to get yeah. you riled up to say, "Fuck this!" Like this is just fucked up enough to be true. So, what was the yeah, original like, thing to... that was wrong with the OST? That was the um... uh, okay. Basically, it wasn't done very well. It wasn't mixed properly. Yeah, uh, some of the sounds went well, and the original OST was absolute hot garbage. Yeah, uh, yeah. something like fifty songs were just trash. Mm. And we didn't know why. And it was it had mixed name all over it, so it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So basically, over the last two years, we find out that Mick's been running an entire thing in the background to try and get this sorted out. Mm. So basically, uh, the way it starts out is essentially working on Doom Eternal soundtrack. Uh, he, I think it was contract, it was 148 minutes of music. Um, he submitted things like demos, which weren't ever supposed to be paid for, to be like, hey, this is the kind of direction I'm going in. He'd submit tracks to be approved, and they'd be like, nope, we're not using that. Go make another one. Um, he was working on a... I think it was... He had to have two levels worth of music done per month. And if they got rejected, they got lumped in with the next month as well. So then Ooh. he had to get four tracks done. Um, but This was all before any of the levels were even laid out. Well, they were so they still didn't in even concept have, stage. Yeah. yeah, they didn't even have level lengths or what they were going to be. So, you know, he could create this wonderful heavy metal riff and then be like, that's on a fantasy level and that doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, well, he says um, in that he wrote an entire track for a level and then they went through and there's several hours of exploration and, like, puzzles and shit in it. And they're going, nah, well, we, you made this, but now it's trash, so make it again. Yeah, so they're rejecting tracks that were previously approved. Um, it was a real fucking shit show. Yeah. All cottoned off by the fact that they made him wait 11 months to get paid. Oh, wow. Fuck you. He was supposed yeah. to get paid per approved track. Yeah. But because they never actually approved anything, anytime he made something, they'd already changed the game or hmm. made anything different. They just straight rejected everything. So they just kept moving the goalposts so he could never oh, yeah. get paid, yeah. essentially. Here's the kicker, though. They used all of that music. Yeah. Oh. All of the rejected music was in the game. Uh, in the game, in marketing, in advertising, like 
every single bit of Doom Eternal shit you've seen anywhere that had even a note of music is from his shit that was rejected. This hmm. is the thing. It even included those demo tracks, which were never paid for music. They were just supposed to be concepts to show how the game was gonna sound. You know, ideas that Mick had had, he created little demo tracks. Those were used as well. Jesus. They were never supposed to be paid for and used. And who thought this was a good idea? Like, Oh my, basically, <laughs> They paid him for something, I think it was just over two hours of music. Mm. There was five hours of music that was made by Mick. Fucking hell. And that's just in just normal development of the game. Mm. Then we get to the actual OST itself. Here's where it starts to get fun. Uh, just before the game was about to come out, they announced a delay in the OST. Yeah. Uh, this was announced at an E3. Mick's name all over well, it. No, he was doing they the They announced OST. it at E3, like, in 2019. Yeah. They, in the, the special edition, which was going on sale immediately, they said oh, yeah. uh, uh, Mick, whatever his name is... Uh, Mick Gordon. Uh, Mick Gordon's Doom Eternal soundtrack will be included. You won't just get music from it. You're going to get the original files, like the audio files dream of this whole fucking soundtrack. Mm. Mm. And so that got announced back when the, that came out, and then just before release, we got a message saying this is being delayed. It'll come out later, you'll get your links for it, so on and so forth. We find out that that announcement at E3, no one had approached Mick about doing the OST yet. They just put his name on it. Oh, wow, that's a dick move. They just said this is going Mick to then, happen. Hmm. Mick then started trying to have a dialogue with it about, like, hey guys, like I haven't been contracted to do this OST yet, do you want to get into this and start getting something sorted yeah because you, you just announced my name on an ost that i'm not contracted to work on kept trying to get through to id for that kept getting stonewalled eventually went around them to bethesda and they got okay cool we'll, we'll get you a contract we'll get you started mm. um and he was contracted for 12 songs and in a certain time period this contract went into effect after the delay was announced. Hmm. So there'd already been no soundtrack made before they'd fucking said there was going to be a, a delay on it. And then after they'd already said the delay, it's like, oh yeah, you want to start working on it. Like, holy fuck. How that can you just screw that over so much? Like, oh, fuck. We're not even done. <laughs> oh god, it gets worse. They'd already sold out of pre-orders by this stage. Yeah. For this oh, collector's edition. I actually the have the colle I have the collector's edition on my shelf. I have the Doom helmet and all mm. of the gear that was supposed to come with that OST. Did you ever Jeez. get the cassette tape? Yes. <laughs> it did turn up eventually. Yeah, I got my cassette tape. Um nice. But this thing is though, so they, they give him this time frame and they're like, it's a little flexible on the end of it, but we really kinda need it by I think it was like the nineteenth of April or something like yeah. that. Um and they sent him the uh, work-in-progress tracks they'd already had for the OST as well. Which was done by their sound engineer, Chad. They, they These tracks are basically just the tracks from the game poorly stitched together to make tracks. Yeah. And not even downloaded Without... as clear tracks. Like, if you... Like look at the audio file, they're all blown out. They've, like, they've been recorded separately while the track's being played. They're not... Everything about them so is fucking wrong. They're Ooh. not cross-faded properly. There's clipping, there's popping. It's terrible. Jesus. And then Mick decided to look at the metadata. And you know when these uh, these tracks were started being made? 
six months earlier. Ooh. So they were just going to so try to fuck it up. Before they originally announced the soundtrack. Yeah. With his name on it, with never a fucking approaching him. Oh, that is a dick move and a half. So Mick's working on this this soundtrack. He's supposed to, he's agreed to get twelve tracks together and put them out hmm. to give them to, to Bethesda. Um I think it was like thirteen days before the deadline. Marty comes in and goes, Oh yeah, that's a hard deadline. If we go past that by one day, we breach consumer rights and uh, we can get refund requests and we'll have to pay out everybody without question. And and it'll all be your fault. Like East like in an email said it's you. You're the reason wow. for this. What a dick. Yeah. And we haven't even gotten to the Reddit post oh, yeah. yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all pre any of that, just background shit. Right, and it it's still got a long fucking cliff ahead of it. Like oh, yeah. it's hardly even, we haven't even slope yet. No no dick. We're, we're getting up to We're getting up to eighty eight. We ain't there yet. Ooh. Um So that all goes horribly poorly. And of course the OST eventually gets released. Hmm. With all the garbage tracks on it. Uh, and it, it has all ten says, of his tracks. Yeah, and, twelve. And it has 57 garbage tracks mm. now they've put Mick's name and Chad's name as working on the tracks all of them including oh, the so even the wow. ones that only were done by Mick now say that Chad was a co-composer no and that, fuck that you. Mick's name is on all the shitty tracks as well fuck off and in no. uh, previous like previous Doom games where he's done the OST uh, he, they wouldn't let him do like uh, other people that collaborated on the songs so yeah. other people that were fans that could add something to it no 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 we can't like we can't give other people credit for doing these things and now they're going through and just throwing credit at this other guy so yeah. it, it who is this other guy is he like related to someone at Bethesda because that's the only way I can think he's this one of their sound engineers apparently we don't know enough about it and I'm not going to dig into it no I'm pretty sure the only reason Mick even uses his name in this whole write up is because it's out there. Mm. If it wasn't, I doubt he would. Because the, the the only people at Bethesda and Id that he mentions by name are Marty and Chad. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure he only mentions Chad because he kind of has to because it's part of this whole thing. Mm. I would I honestly believe Mick wouldn't have brought him up at all if he didn't have to. No. He Maybe would have Chad just, just sound engineer. Like, if he didn't have... Yeah. Like, if there wasn't a particular person that was also involved, it would have just been sound engineer. Yeah. Yeah. So, now we're at the OST's release, and Mick starts making some kind of... Like, he's still kind of being a little bit uh, uh, tactful about it, but he is making some kind of angry tweets about how this thing's not working, and it's it's not his fault. Yeah. Um, this is when he starts talking to Marty again about this thing's gone all fucking tits up and the poor release and all this kind of stuff, and Marty's basically going, okay, okay, okay. Don't say anything. Don't tweet anything. We'll work on a response together and we'll get out in front of this thing. At which point Mick's one like, okay, cool, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, 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 we'll wait and I'll wait for whatever thing we're going to do together. That's when Marty does his open letter on Reddit where he basically throws Mick under the bus. Yeah. Hangs him out to dry, apparently. Quite heavily. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is where lawyers start getting involved yeah because like reddit is sort of known as like not ex uh, it's not an official place it's like every reddit yeah. thing. it's run by fans it's moderated by fucking fans but it's also well known for being 
a place of fucking vitriol. It's not a yeah. great place. You can have some really fucked Oof. up fan bases there. So yeah, not like, releasing Reddit it is on a salt mine at times. Oh yeah, it's so he didn't release it on the official fucking forum or anything where it's moderated by id. He specifically released it on a place that is known to like feed fucking anger and yeah. mm. for people to go well beyond where they fucking should. Well, apparently he, they found out where he was. They were sending, they were calling him with death threats and threatening his family and Fuck. you know all that shit you immediately hear once trolls get involved and start yeah. shitting on someone. Fucking cockheads. Um, they went full ham, all that jazz. They started trash, trying to trash uh, current contracts he had. They started contacting employers, being like, "You should ditch this fucking dude." All that kind of shit. They were trying to ruin him. Um. Damn it, I didn't turn my phone off. <laughs> um, at which point, Mick starts to lawyer up and be like, we need to sort this out. I haven't been paid for stuff. This is all breaking down. What are we going to do? Hmm. Um, uh, there's some back and forth, different suggestions. The big thing that Mick is holding on to is you have to take that Reddit post down. Yeah. This is bullshit. Now, this is the only thing that's a bit wibbly with this whole post is time scaling gets a little lost at this point i don't know how far out from the release we are um when all this lawyer stuff starts happening so i don't know how old the reddit post is but quite seriously uh, the reddit, reddit is the, the reddit kind of post is three years old at the moment uh, it was posted uh may 5th 2020 i know it is now yeah. But I don't know when it was at the time when these... It did get taken down for a very short period and re-uploaded. For like two days yeah. and yeah. then got put back up. Uh, he contacted one of the Reddit admins, told him everything that was happening. He took it down and then two days later it was back up and that admin had blocked him. Yeah. So I kind of wonder how much money Bethesda rolled up to that dude's bank account to make it go back. Yeah. Um, but seriously, this like Reddit is a place where information goes away fast. Yeah. So, this post is probably already pretty dead at this point. Removing it's not really... Probably even going to get noticed. Hmm. Unless someone's um, like specifically searching for it, they're not going to find it again. Yeah. But, again, we're well out from from the release and all this kind of stuff. Hmm. It's probably not a really big... De- it's not a hill to die on that you want to keep this post up. Yeah. But they've stated that removing it may damage Marty's uh, credibility. Fuck Marty. I know, right? Um... And, like, this is the crux of, of what Mick wants. Like, he keeps, like, working with them about other things they want. Like, they want him to fix the OST and and other stuff. But he wants this one post removed. Yeah. Eventually, Bethesda basically gives him a six-figure number and go, Shut up. Mm-hmm. Never talk about this again. If anyone asks you, you must try... answer no comment. But the post's not, never coming down. Take your money and shut up. Wow. They basically tried to bribe him to just not talk. Yeah. Just take your loss and, you know, let us shit on you for a bit. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we, of course, that doesn't work for, for Mick. He's still working with lawyers. And eventually he gets to the point where it's like, look, I just need to tell my story. At which point we get the post we have. Hmm. This actually has, like, section-by-section section rebuttals to most of the stuff from Marty's original post. All the receipts are here, emails, um, various uh, other points that back up everything he's saying. I would highly recommend you, if you want a much more deep dive on this, read the post. Like I said, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, It's a hell of a read. 
but really it basically boils down to id fucked him over then smeared his name yeah. and tried to bribe him to not speak about it. I mean, there has yeah. to be some kind of repercussion for um, slander or something he can go for, right? Like, I don't know, not man. Not at this like, point in time. The post seems to imply that he's still working with lawyers. Yeah. But at this point, he's not sure what's going to happen or if it's ever going to get anywhere useful, hence why he decided to finally speak his piece. This is like, this just reinforces my belief that the AAA game industry has to die. Like, these big companies need to go away. <laughs> I don't think it has to die. I think some of the stuff it makes is worth it. Mm. They're, they're like, some places really put out a lot of passion and quality. Pro- I, I mean, I'll still defend to death Doom 2016. It's mm. a fantastic game. And we'd have never got it without the AAA industry. Yeah. yeah. But there's just some fucking bullshit some people where some... they, their own interpreted status has gone so far to their head that they can't be anything but right yeah yeah like, and that seems to be Marty yeah and they, they'll fuck over whoever they can to think they can get ahead oh yeah we no. have we, we have breezed over the top of this oh like but very you read that skin. whole post and and Marty is a giant piece of shit hmm. oh yeah constantly gaslighting Mick trying to sound like his friend one minute and then to, like this one bit where they're like um when it, when the fans come for us we're coming for you yeah it's like what the fuck that is fucked yeah. up like yeah, or even just before he posted his reddit like big fucking vitriol spiel they have a conversation like they have a, a chat they're on the phone talking to each other and they're like now look we're gonna work together like he's being all buddy buddy of like now we're mm. going to get our story straight. We're going to work together, and we're going to produce this thing. We're going to make something great. It like we're in this together, and then he gets pretty much loses contact until the Reddit post where it's just a dump. Mm. It's like holy, f- how fucking two faced can you be? Like he's literally yeah, just yeah. said, "You don't post anything because I'm going to." Like yeah. I need to get my story out there first. All right. Yeah, but it's just like, no, no, let me go first and I'll prep the way for you and just dunk on them. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, how does this guy still have a job, to be honest? Like, just the negative press they're getting from this alone should guarantee him disappearing. How much dick has he had to suck for fucking either Bethesda or id Software's fucking lawyers to come that hard to bat for him? Mm. I mean, for the sake that they were trying to pay him off originally with like, you know, six figure sums like you know take your money and fuck off that means he has to have leverage on someone for him to put that much Mm. money into it but also to just not remove the reddit post yeah a very simple request eventually Mick is basically like alright I just pay me what I'm owed Mm. and I'll do another OST he's gonna do more work for this cunt yeah all I want is that post taken down make the current OST better gonna fix yeah. it as it should have been when it first came out I will fix your but fuck you just up, have to just remove paint. the reddit posts and yeah. no um, holy it's hell. such a weird hill to die yeah, on yeah like why would you do that it's fucking stupid but ugh right. people are idiots so, yeah I, that was the Doom Eternal drama that happened this week I That's highly recommend fun. anyone that has any sort of remote interest on how fucked like this can be like, yeah. it all boils down to just pay your artist pay your creative yeah. they fucking deserve yeah. it they've yeah. done the work fucking pay them anyone who has any interest in this read it 
please just <laughs> read yeah. it. I I read it just before we recorded this, and it's not a roller coaster. It, it's I, no I, up. There's no down. It's a free dive off a fucking cliff into jagged rocks all the way down. It's like holy fuck! How can I this was, get worse? I was watching Jodo as he was reading it, and just watching yeah. his face <laughs> morph. Like at the start, he's he's like kind of calm. He's reading it. But just as it gets deeper and deeper, and watching him just like sink into his own hands, it's like it, it gets well, intense. This is I the got, industry that we all studied to be in, and I know like, it's I, toxic. Well, it dodged. I'm, I'm yeah, usually like, a fairly calm person, but by the end of this, I I was angry. Like mm. I don't get angry easily, and I was fucking angry by the end of this. Like, how can you be such a shit fucking person? Like, yeah. after this comes out. How do you, one, still have a fucking job, and how will anyone ever want to work for you again? Like, yeah. You that should make, be a career. You can make the next Doom game. No one will do music for that. Like, yeah. doesn't matter who the fuck they are. You can probably get your own fucking sound design bloke to do it. Mm. And the sound how well shit. that goes. Oh, fucking yeah, hell. Like, even their own sound design the... blokes are probably going to go, oh, no, you do it. Well, this is the thing I'm most interested in because uh, Mick didn't do the music for the DLC. Yeah. Another artist called Andrew Holschold did. Um, you might know him if you've ever played Dusk, uh, a medieval uh, Iron Fury. Basically, he does music for boomer shooters. Yeah. Um, and he can do a lot of the same sort of music as Mick. They hired him to do the music for the DLC. I am super curious if we're ever going to hear anything from Holschult on his time working for Bethesda. But he mm. probably had a fucking NDA like his first line of his fucking contract. Oh, probably. Yeah. But the, it's like, probably like it, it's a probably a massively thick um, oh, yeah, contract. 98% is NDA. Yeah. But, but he did all of that before this side of the story came yeah. out. 100%. So from this point like I'm very curious to see a response from id Software or like Marty's response to this they're gonna oh, have to say something oh, they if they to. don't if they don't ditch this guy out as a even just precautions like yeah no man like having you around is not worth this yeah. fuck off take take whatever money you have and just leave just no cause like this is a very fucking detailed response to every fucking point of it hmm. and there has to be some fucking like response. Yeah. There's the problem no way is... in hell anything can happen without it. So yeah. either Marty's going to get fucked off, or Id Software is going to come out and say we back Marty. At which point, Id Software is dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so one of those things where this has been happening. Two sides of the coins. Yeah, this has been happening in the industry since before we were oh, studying to no. be in this industry. It's just now there's actual light being shone on it and the shady things that used to happen. Hell, we could go into detail in some future you know, episode of just the shady shit we experienced in our fleeting time mm. in that industry and how fucked it was. Yeah. It's like the constant golding, like all that kind of stuff, where it's just, no, you, you live at the office. You don't get to see your family. It's like, mm. it's messed up. Yeah, it really fucking is. But, but yeah. anyway, anyone that has your remote interest, on? please read these articles. Like, yeah. yeah. You want, to get angry. Be... Uh, you want to get angry and fired up before you do something? Read this article. Do it. <laughs> It'll fucking get you there. It fucking got me there. <laughs> I had to calm down before we fucking started this. I made myself a fresh rum just to calm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Editor Seth here. 
just jumping in to point out that this episode was recorded before Bethesda put their statement out, at which point they backed Marty and Chad, and also stated that they have their own receipts that prove their point, and essentially accused Mick of lying or, false or misrepresenting information and facts within his large write-up. Unfortunately, they didn't actually present any of these facts, hence why this is just an editor's note, but we will definitely be keeping an eye on this topic as it goes, and if we get anything interesting, we'll be sure to update you. Otherwise, back to the podcast. Uh, so, we'll move on to, uh, it's book week. Yay! Um, we get to talk about last month's book and what we're going to read next month. So, last month, I got to pick the book for the spoopy season, and I picked the book Haunted. It was suitably spoopy. And I wanted to throw out something a little bit different mm. for Halloween, not just, you know, some fucking Amityville horror crap. Let's throw in something that's a bit more twisted and weird. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was. And I think I succeeded. I enjoyed it. it. It was messed up. Like that first one, that first story with the uh, pool. That, I I know you mentioned one of them was like that turned you off eating whilst reading the book. Yeah, I didn't think it was the first one out the fucking gate. I know. Oh. Yeah, and, I, and you guessed correctly that that the pool one is the one where I was I was at a Macca's mm. and I stopped eating. Yeah. So, like that first story reminds me very much of like the the horror stories you tell around a campfire, or you're all sitting in a spa late yeah. at night and you're sneaking a few beers yeah. with some mates and you you tell a fucking a ghost story. That's exactly what that first fucking story reminds me of because mm. it's yeah. it's like a the old uh, urban horror story of like oh my yeah. god I knew a guy where this happened to, and then you yeah. go into the shitty thing that happened. That's very much what it reminded me of. Oh yeah, but like. The people that like the characters that are involved, like you never get a mm. name from. They've all got their own little moniker of their own who they are, and, and yeah. like you see how it relates to their pe- the people and their personalities, and everything, and how they almost need to degrade themselves so they're the bigger fucking victim. And every step yeah. of the way through is this: poor me, poor me. I I need to be rescued so people will like worship me for well, being. The baseline oh. of this of this overarching story is the whole writer's retreat. So they have to go off for three months and write their masterpiece. And at no point do they ever sit down and write their fucking book. They don't no, even yeah. start. They immediately devolve into I'm a fuck everyone else over and I, I you know, when we get out I, of this, I'm I'll be this a, a harder than everyone harder for everyone yeah. else and myself, so it'll be harder by the end of it. So yeah. people will worship me more. Yeah. And it's well, I mean, very messed they up. They base it all off of the idea that they really quickly decide that misery creates better stories. Yeah, yeah. So I must be the most miserable to make the best story. Mm. Yeah, and it's and oh. it's so bizarre. Like it is a descent into a weird kind of madness. It really is. Like, like I, I did enjoy much, it. It but... almost falls into fucking Lord of the Flies territory, where it's oh, like, yeah. like it's everyone, like it's everyone together, but every man for himself. Like mm. it's not just you're weak it's like you're weak and I'm literally going to eat you yeah of course that well, would make a better story a sec- for the end of it there is a section where they do start eating yeah. someone like, yeah you know, it's very and- bizarre because the person like gets hungry smelling their own flesh being cooked yeah, yeah. It's, it's so bizarre. fucked up it's- and like they have to continually change who the bigger villain is because oh mm. no we killed that villain oh we need a bigger villain no that was we a need villain a new villain ah uh, 
Yeah. Like, now so, it's this person. Oh, that they made us do all these degraded things. I'm going to pick out my fingernails and say that they yeah. made me do that. And even like, talking to them. Like, at one point, yeah. they're talking to one of the people who's running the retreat kind of thing. And it's like, I don't know. Like, hey, who did this to them? It's like, you did. Like, no, I fucking didn't. It's like, you did this to me. You did this. Like, while they've got a knife picking out a fingernail, yeah. like, you're doing this to me. Like, no, it was the weird not, thing. But I, I enjoyed the overarching story. Like, that was fucked up and weird and great. Some of the short stories uh, were interesting right until the end where I felt like I was being blue-balled for an ending. Like, yeah, yeah the, that's fair. The one that sticks to me the most is the there's a guy who wants to be an amazing reporter. So he finds this old child actor who's living oh, a, a wonderful life. He's a veterinarian. That one made he's me doing cranky great. as well. That one, it gets to the end and the entire way through, um, he's planning to just destroy this guy's life. Essentially planning kitty porn on him, um, drugs, faking it as a, a suicide, and basically making writing the story ahead of time and then murdering this person to suit it. And the annoying thing is, the only comeuppance is his dog dies, because the yeah. vet no longer can save him. I would have much rather than ending where he's sitting down and giving an interview to a fledgling... Um, you know, author or someone else, and then starts to feel sick, and yeah. starts to like, and like drift off. The exact and same thing he did starts. He starts feeling it himself. Yeah, I, I that would very be much come the up. Same thing. It's like your dog died. That's not come up, and that's oh yeah. shit. I'm sad. My mm. dog died. Like that's not a fucking equivalent. Yeah. Like the the reader didn't have enough. Like it's any movie, TV show, anything you watch. It's a general rule. You don't kill the dog. Yeah. Like, mm. people always say, but no one, like, it's, uh, in our case, you were listening to it or you would have been reading it on a page and it's only mentioned at the start a few mm. times. Like, no one really gives a fuck about this dog. And yeah. then you do all this shit and you start to care less and less about what this guy cares for. You don't yeah. give a fuck about his dog by the end of it. Oh, the dog died. And, like, yeah, the dog died tearing your fucking throat out, hopefully. Mm. Like, Unfortunately, when you're dealing with these sort of anthology books... Not everything's going to land. No, yeah, absolutely. Right up and to that end point, it was a really good story. Like, well, that's why I picked this one in particular, because I knew the overarching story yeah, yeah. would stitch enough together mm. that when you hit like, the stories I knew weren't as strong, you wouldn't be as too bothered to be like, oh, I've got to continue the story, because once yeah. this is over, we're back to that... Where is the weirdness gone now in the meta narrative? Yeah. Mm. By um, the end of that story, and like hearing the continuation of that person's story, like I, that story gave me just enough anger. Like I wanted more resolution, and then mm. like what happens to the characters following that it was like, oh, fuck you too, and then something yeah, happens yeah. to them. Yeah, like, that's what gave me a little bit of release. That story yeah. was a blue ball, but I got the like the fuck you like a few mm. maybe a chapter later, I think it was or somewhere, mm. like. But I still think the the best thing that sets off the the kind of mind space the characters end up in is the thing when I can't remember what they're, they're harvesting a fruit I think it was peach trees apple? Oh, peach trees yeah um, they're harvesting the peach trees and I'm like what the fuck there are no peach trees in this it's them pulling the light bulb yeah out. they only yeah. mention it very briefly at um, a few chapters beforehand and the only reason I knew it was coming is because you'd mentioned it previously had you not mentioned yeah. that I would be sitting there going what the fuck are these peaches for yeah but, and yeah. They, they mentioned like hot sweet peaches and they're like trying mm. to like make the place darker and harder for themselves yeah. by taking the fucking still lit fucking light bulbs out it's like yeah. it took me I a second to go oh no fuck they're inside what yeah. are they 
oh you silly cunts <laughs> and then there's a, there's the thing like the guy who's like he has a daily routine of going around and quietly knocking on the doors and whispering for help so he can yeah. claim he was like yelling and he, trying, he was to, trying get to, to escape but he's really just knock 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 hello is anyone there yeah I tried I tried and they keep and, breaking the furnace or like washing machines like yeah yeah what is this I so it'll be cold and then they don't have clean clothes like, yeah. some of the stories were like to me fucking funny like mm, there yeah. was like the the feng shui the assassin the feng shui murders oh the feng <laughs> yes I'd watch that as a movie like that'd be yeah, great right. yeah, that would be funny as fuck that is, that it is such a final destination plotline yeah oh it is and yeah I'd I'd like a whole book based on that Mm. That would just be fucking like just weird enough to go. What the fuck is going on? You, you turned a lamp and everyone died. Shit. Yeah, but one of those things where he gave him a foot rub and they had a heart attack. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and just the whole thing. Or the, you're not meant to like these characters or most of them. No, and you're meant to hate them, and then you just feel sorry for them. It's like what the yeah. fuck is wrong with or you? Like the the story with the police dolls. That that yeah. one made me angry because that's close that one enough to being fucking like that one's close mm. enough to being like. You can almost see that happening with some yeah. fucked up people in this world. Yeah. And by the end of that, you're like, fuck you. I, fuck I'm not going to lie. I had to skip thing. through a couple of those. Like, at certain points, like, I have to skip through this. That No. That's fair. Like, yeah. You get towards the end of that, and it's like, they're going through this whole thing, and like, sure, they're, they're dolls. They're like, nothing but plastic, but hmm. they're, they're people. Like, you look yep. at them, and they're fucking people. Like, hmm. Because they're meant to be like the hyper realistic looking kind of thing. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, look, this is why like I personally mm. love reading horror fiction. Yeah. Because every now and then you'll find something that like absolutely you're like, no, no, yeah. too far. Like, uh, you, and you find a find visceral it, reaction to something. It's yeah. weird the things that do it because sometimes, like, again, it, that first one mm. with the pool particularly the description when it all goes down yeah like that is so like oh I can my mm. brain is filling it all in yeah but, no like, I had to like that first one I remember as well. a kid like sitting in a pool at, at my grandmother's place out on the farm and like it's mm. midnight and I've got cousins around me and we've all fucking snuck a six pack like we're yeah. 14 mm. to 16 we've snuck a couple of six packs out of the cool room mm. we're sneaky out there having a beer and, have, and you tell a stupid story and that's mm. like that's the type of story you tell Mm. Like sitting around there with your mates, it's huddled around in the dark and then you're sneaking a beer. That that's what that first story felt like. Like they went into a lot more detail and graphic with Mm. it for everything that happens, but that's the style of the story. Yeah. This is the thing that's very interesting. I find that the story that like my brain goes, Mm. you have other ones. You guys had ones that you skipped. Yeah. I've listened to the whole thing. But th- that's the one that I remember is the one that I'm like, uh, that one made me feel wrong. Yeah. yeah. I, I listened um, to the whole thing, so interesting. but I had a different reaction for each one. Some yeah. were like, I, I should really skip those. But no, I'm going to listen to the fucking thing because I'm fucking cringing at this. And I just want to yeah. get to an end where there's a fucking over and I can move away from this cringy <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, and yeah. like... The, but I mean, that's what these anthologies do. A, a good ones. Yeah. Good anthologies have these... A lot of stories, some of which you'll eh, whatever. Other ones will be like, mm, I don't feel okay, and other ones will be like, I'm I'm really not okay right now. But yeah, and that's from, what you want from horror like writing, like yeah. Even in this anthology, sometimes you get an anthology and it's literally just here's story one, here's story two, here's story yeah. three, here's story four. 
Whereas this is an overarching story and each of the characters has their own story mm, in it yeah. where it tells a little bit about that person and why they're there and then it goes into the story that they're telling and like it gives you a bit of a set piece of why they're on the stage telling this story mm. and I think that carried a lot more with it than it's just like yes. okay here's the third story 100%. written by voiced yeah. by yeah. the that and yeah 100% and it was very well like, done that way I, so yeah are we going to discuss the, are we going to discuss the end of this book because I the don't ending know if I want is, to spoil it for anyone. Sure. Look, like I mean, we're in the spoiler section. Yeah. We're talking about the book. Go so if you don't want to know the ending, end the session here, guys. Yeah, pretty much. Or skip ahead like two minutes, two yeah. or three minutes, and yeah. we'll be on to the, the book for next month. Yeah. Um, so like getting towards the end of this book, like from the start, he said, after this fucking time, I will open the door and you are free to leave. Yeah, like nobody mm. knows you're here you are fucking locked mm. off from the world nobody's coming at the end of the time I will open the door mm. but I believe they were in there for three months three, three months. months like they had to walk away from everything in their life for three fucking months and then they're free to go they can just leave yeah. so no like so they get go through this whole fucking thing making their own life harder going people are going to come and rescue us no one knows you're yeah. there like yeah. you've disappeared for three fucking mm. months like one of the characters has a story about someone else who's gone on this writer's retreat who went mm. missing for that time and no one knew where they were like yeah. mm. there was an FBI search there was police out and no one knew where they were you're on and this it was retreat. the same place too they yeah. mentioned numerous times that there are stains around the place that have arm yeah. imprints and things so other people have died yeah. in so this fucking city like no theater. one was coming but they're yeah. like so ingrained in this thought that someone is coming for me I'm going to be a hero for fucking yeah. surviving this that they get to the end of it and he's like alright well your three months is up doors open you can leave no and then no, like I, the I, guy tries to leave with one of them and she's keen to go and they drag her back in yeah they harpoon yeah. her and drag her back in yeah they need to be more of a victim and rescued so that they yeah. can tell their great story of the struggle they've just been the, through the, more and than just like, like than what they could have done in that time yeah. they needed to be seen as something else because they weren't enough themselves and it's like, like ah fucking grow and, up and, and that look last at yourself. bit is so creepy because like the harpoon comes out of the darkness mm. yeah gets her they drag her back in and then drag the door closed again yeah because yeah. they it's need such to a lock themselves ending. in that space mm. like they can't just accept that fuck we're the monsters like we've done all yeah. this to ourselves like yeah. we can't just walk out into that world now and be who we were before because we're not those fucking people anymore yeah. we are the fucking scary thing in the dark like because they've chopped the off open fingers and we can't like walk toes. out yeah They've des- destroyed They've everything about themselves. They've fucking horrible like, things. Like, carved off their noses their, and shit. One of them, they're fucking pregnant. They fucking straight yeah. up kill her. Mm. Like, they like they do a whole heap of horrible shit in the thought that I'm going to be the victim and people are going to want to listen to my story. How can we frame yeah. this so that I'm worse off than anyone else in here? Mm. And then just the, I'm free to go. No, 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 yeah. no. That, that's not how this story ends. I, I need this ending over here. Not, mm. not, not that ending. And, and they're just going, oh, it's just a little bit longer. A little bit, we have to stay here a little bit longer. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it's like, like, they're out of food. They have nothing left. It's like, what is They're eating each people? other. Like, it's, yeah. There is no happy that's, ending that's for you. You that... have fucked your own ending. Like, hmm. That's what makes that ending so good. Mm. Just the fact that they crawl back into the darkness and yeah. steal oh, yeah. themselves the, away, the ending, knowing that they have nothing. Yeah, the they want to revel in their misery. Remind me a little bit of the ending of The Mist. Like, there isn't a happy mm. ending there. 
Like, these yeah. people have fucked themselves over. Like, the main guy in the mist, he goes through and tries his hardest, and then in the last few seconds, he has to make a really bad fucking decision. And he goes through it, and then the instant repercussion of that is like, mm. oh my I always love that, that ending. Is, that is, that's my favorite ending Although, of any film. Yeah. The, that's the one from the movie? I don't yeah, think that's the original the movie. movie. No, no. Um, after the movie came out, uh, the bloke who wrote the ending for the movie was contacted by, I think Stephen King wrote the original book. Yeah. Was mm. contacted by Stephen King and said, that's the ending I wanted to write, but the publisher yeah. wouldn't let me. Like, that's yeah. how I, I wanted something like that to end it, but I couldn't. And then they made the movie with that ending. It's like, yes, that's what I wanted. Like yeah, that it's a really whole, like, one. you've done all this. Now suffer the fucking consequences. Even better like, is that came about from spite because they yeah. had a bunch of screenings for it and the audience like, oh, that ending's very sad. It's like, you want a fucking sad ending? I'll show you a fucking sad ending. And yeah. ran off and made the new one. But like... Anyway, this... before we derail onto other stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. that's yeah, right. I just want to say, like, this book doesn't have a happy ending but it does have no. an ending where you can look at their characters and say you're no longer a person you're no longer a human mm. you need to be in that fucking dark because yeah. what you need to come out of it doesn't exist it's never coming yeah and they that, that ending was like be. holy fuck like it that, made me unsettled and that's what you want from yeah, a horror I, like, I'm yeah. not really a horror person like, I really don't mm. that far in it but this book I'd, I'd read more stuff that was like along this sort of vein I'd, mm. I did enjoy this well I've got them if you want to read more of them <laughs> I'd, I'd I probably read a lot of horror I've, fiction and I've read particularly a lot of anthologies I've read this I probably wouldn't read this again for quite a while till I look through my collection and go, what's this book and then listen to it and goes oh it was that book and then yeah. not read it again for a long fucking time until I forget <laughs> it again and then you'll have someone look through your audible library and go hey hey Jono, what's, what's haunted? And, oh, and then you I get this haunted look it. on your face. <laughs> Give it a listen. You listen yeah, to it, and then you tell me what it's about. It's like, <laughs> I listened to that book. It's like, well, tell me. <laughs> How'd you like it? <laughs> Was the so, baby good uh, for you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jono, you've got next month's book. I have. I've got next so month's book. So what do we got? Book. So, again, a step in a different direction. We've done so many lit RPGs and various other stuff. And the last mm. time I chose a book was Catch-22, and that was interesting. <laughs> so, uh, before this, I listened to a lot of uh, military sci-fi. So, we build spaceships, we go into space, we big fucking space battles, we shoot shit. Yay! Oh, yeah. Blowing shit up. Um, so I've picked uh, Columbus Day uh, in the Expeditionary Force series Uh, it's the first book Craig Allenson's the writer and R.C. Bray who is a fucking awesome narrator I've listened to quite a few books he's done and I like him he also usually has a a fuck up track at the end of it where you can listen to how he's mispronounced shit and it's quite entertaining (laughs) nice so like what's Um, the the baseline of this one uh, so I'll read the fucking blurb Uh, yeah uh, we're fighting on the wrong side of a war we couldn't win, and that was the good news. Uh, the Ruha, they're the one of the alien species, uh, hit us on Columbus Day. There we were, endlessly drifting along the cosmos in our own little blue marble, like the Native Americans in 1492. Over the horizon comes a ship of a technology-advanced, aggressive culture, and bam, there go the good old days, when humans only got killed by each other. So Columbus Day, it fits. Uh, when the morning sky twinkled again... 
this time with Christine's starships jumping into Hammer the Bruja, we thought we were saved. The UN Ex- or Expeditionary Force, or X-Force, as they are in the book, hitched hmm. a ride on the Christine ships to fight the Ruha. Uh, wherever NURs thought we would be most useful. So I went fighting with the good old US Army um, to fighting in Nigeria to fighting in space. It was it was lies, all of it. We shouldn't have been fighting the Ruha. They weren't our enemy. They were our allies. Uh, we'd better start at the beginning. And then the book kicks off. And I've, nice. I've listened to... I picked this book the other day and then I listened to it because it's like, I'm going to do this and I might as well get a head start. And it's a certain kind of story for a certain point and then things change and it's a very different kind of story and I enjoy it so I don't want to ruin any of that for you but that's that's our book for this month Uh, it is a whole series I think there's like 15 books in the series so if you get hooked you got something to see your fucking teeth into yeah what is it with you (laughs) and picking books that have big series because I want to listen to shit yeah (laughs) and after this one I get to choose the Christmas book Oh, yeah, Merry yeah, fucking Christmas. Christmas but yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, it's uh, on Audible. You can buy it with a credit, though it's also included in the Audible yeah, Plus. Membership. Yeah. Mm. So, so I already had free. this in my wish list and I seen the included little mark on it. It's like, oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. So that's yeah, where I'm, we're at. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I mean, flicking through some of the reviews pretty much the only type thing the most negative thing anyone seems to have to say about this is that it's really Morocco Morocco it's okay. it's shooting aliens in space like that's every fucking alien movie out there fucking Morocco I, I got right? a bigger yeah. gun <laughs> your gun goes yeah, pew no, pew mine like goes burp yeah <laughs> more darker <laughs> Uh, that well, that orc fucking singing uh, the Christmas carols, fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's that's uh, very. Uh, Games Workshop put out a, a, a Christmas track using the orcs, so we'll have to good. add that. Yeah, if you can find it, listen to it, love it. If you're into that oh, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> well, we are well past that an hour now. I think we so deserve I think that. We've got to After all that bitching we've done tonight. Mm. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Yep. Light up. See ya.